My mouth is my instrument. (laughs) (laughs) I can tell this is going to go great already. (laughs) Hello and welcome to A Vague Idea. This is a comedy game show podcast hosted by me, Nate Brigolia. Each week I subject my guests to a list of topics to find out if they have a vague idea. And guess what, guys? It's, It's 2020. Ten years... Ten years have passed since the Roy Scheider vehicle 2010, which was, uh, you know, nine years older than 2001 A Space Odyssey. So that's exciting. Is everybody excited about that? Super excited. Great. Yeah, Jeremy's into it. I like that. I like that enthusiasm. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, so hey, Happy New Year. Here we are. Uh, You know, if if anything horrible has happened between the recording of this episode in in mid-December and now, uh, you know... I don't know. I guess we probably should have all hoarded water and and uh, yeah, but, fuel and things. But the, we just want to make sure that people understand that if we mention that horrible thing that happened in a naive t- tone, it's because we don't know it. Like, even though you're in the future, we're in the past. But and the future at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And to go back to our catheter thing, you're in the future. So that's good. Uh, <laughs> Did you say urine? Yes. You're in the future. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Uh-huh. Nice. Yes. Clarify. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's the uh, level the jokes are at today. Oh, okay. sure, sure, and 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 for absolute clarity, because this is a comedy podcast, anything that we say that offends you is in fact a joke. <laughs> so, so that's cool, you know. I'm offended by puns. Yeah, which I mean, that's just all that happens. That's <laughs> that's most of my uh, dad not dad humor that happens. Uh, so, uh, hey, this is great. This is great. Thank you guys. So we have two returning guests. Uh, we have we have Jeremy Mass and uh, we got Lindsay Morehouse. <laughs> you have ant strength. I get apparently. Yeah, ant strength. Don't forget to get on the mic next time. <laughs> or you'll just be stay fine. twenty feet away. It's yeah. cool. <laughs> you have to. You're gonna have to scream like this. Yeah, that's better. Okay, that's great. More more mouth sounds. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then okay, so uh, our our two other guests. This is this is quite hilarious. So we we have Jason Legler and and Eric Weedham, and they wrote bios for each other. Uh, as was the style that, that Lindsay and Jeremy did in their first appearance. So we have a, a, a weird mishmash of these bios. So I'm just going to start with what we've got, okay? And then we'll, and then we'll move on. So th- this was Jason's introduction of Eric. Eric Weedham is a talented designer and illustrator. You are likely familiar with him through his branding and visual work with Narwhal Collective or through his various hilarious t-shirt designs that routinely capture the collective inside jokes of Denver sports and Denver living in general. You'd be hard-pressed to find a more talented, driven, and hilarious individual, and we're all frankly honored to have him as a friend. All right. So, Eric, do you think that's accurate? Um... It's selling me a little short. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I thought that, you know, it didn't really talk about the gold plating that you've done to, to your entire body. So. I, think I, I think I look nice. I don't know. I didn't. Yeah. It seemed like all, like, merit-based stuff, but I felt like... Yeah, that's a good point. It was a big, he's got a good personality bio. That's that's too bad. Is there something wrong with my face? That's great. You didn't mention it. I just it. forgot about it. You didn't, well, then, <laughs> listen, there's something to be said about that. A forgotten face, uh, and and okay. So here is here is Eric's uh, at least original bio of Jason. This is Jason. He is from Wyoming, I think. He has a slight build and plays the bass. Unless you meant bass. all of that. All of that is true. Okay, great. Wow. And you know what? I mean, in his defense, he did mention my body. 
which I forgot to do that for him. So. That's, that's fair. We, we there's a lot of insight here just in these in these first few sentences. And how would you describe my build? I feel put on the spot. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, I had no problem. So okay. Well, great. So so and and then uh, Eric did a second intro for you. Okay. I needed. I, I, I realized. The bio. I realized that I I hadn't uh, buttered you up enough. Are you sure? <laughs> I mean, that was pretty good. <laughs> So so here here we go here we go. Uh, Jason is from up north beyond the ice wall Ooh, I into like windful Wyoming. This essentially makes Jason a wildling. One might also come to this same conclusion if they look if they took a gander at Jason's hair. Oh, I should mention Jason plays the bass, so it works. Apparently, hair and bass is there's a lot of physical stuff though. You're a very yeah, physical very observation physical. person. I'm a yeah, I'm a visual person. <laughs> Jason is a program- in the right career. <laughs> uh, Jason is a programmer and a good enough one to give talks. That's exciting. That's a nice little point for you. Uh, Jason is da- is a damaged enough human that when he gives those talks, he asks me, Eric, you, Eric, to r- <laughs> the one writing this, not reading it. That's good. I, th- I appreciate that qualification <laughs> to make a bunch of illustrations of babies in perilous situations to quote go along with the talk. Yeah. Oh, there we go. We've got we got. I'm looking at a couple pictures of those babies. Okay, so this one's gonna get hot coffee poured on it. Yeah, that this was actually in a, the inspiration for all of them. Someone put a baby on a uh, in a bassinet on a ledge over an alligator, which seems silly, precarious. And there's also someone who who they set their chainsaw on a on some sort of rag. Yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, yeah, you gotta. I I don't know. You don't want the chainsaw directly on the table. I get it. It's complicated. So what we are saying is, Jason is a great guy, and that's the that, that's it's a very roundabout the bio way to section. get there. And also a lot about my body. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, wins all around. So I, I'd like to give you both. Uh, let's say five, ten minutes to talk about Jeremy and Lindsay's bodies real quick, just so that everybody's got a chance. Well, I'll start. So (laughs) we realized earlier that Lindsay loves skiing so much so she's gotten in really good shape so that she could enjoy skiing so much more than if you're not in really good shape. But the byproduct is that she's lost all of her body weight. And so when she goes skiing, or her body fat rather, so when she goes skiing, she's too cold to enjoy it. Mm Yeah. Yeah. Horrendously cold. <laughs> so that's about Lindsay's body. <laughs> great. Great. <laughs> yep. Anybody want to say anything about Jeremy? Or are we, we good? We're good. Okay. <laughs> I'm fine, too. Good enough. Yeah. All right. So uh, since uh, Jason Erickson, you guys are the, the new guests, you need to pick whether one of you wants to go first or whether you want to make Jeremy or Lindsay go first. Eric wants to go first. Oh, wow. I was gonna say I want Jeremy to go first. <laughs> well, yeah, you get you, you. The buck got passed, so it's it, it goes to Jeremy. And I will mention uh, our usual. Usually with me as always is Shannon Page, but she is not here tonight. Uh, I I assume she is uh, enjoying some sort of incredible New Year's celebration, <laughs> as it is New Year's uh, sometime ish. It'll still be after anyway. Whatever. This it's is always dumb. New Year somewhere. It's all. It is. Yeah. Yeah. That international date line is a moving target. It's fantastic. Do you have to re- retire that saying now in 2020? Always with me, Shannon. No, because it it still works. It, I still she's like. She's literally not here. I know. It, she she's literally not been on a few episodes. But with me as always works better than any other intro. It sounds like a lie. Well, you know what? I built this show on a bed of lies. <laughs> so Jeremy, sir, one through ten. 
Let's do one. Number one. All right. Do you have a vague idea about the possum drop? I mean, it sounds like something from my hometown. I'm from Indiana. No, I have no idea. You know, you you don't want to you don't want to throw anything out there, make anything up. Is it a church ritual? Mm, you know, I guess it uh, depends what god you pray to. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. Great. <laughs> you don't pray to the possum god Not anymore. Not anymore. That's why I drop him. He's too shrewd. Uh, uh, Jason, possum drop. Do you have a vague it idea? Sounds about like it? a euphemism. Okay. For what? Yeah, Jason. For what? <laughs> You got to flesh this out a little bit. We can't spend the whole show talking about bios. We're right back on flesh. (laughs) And appearances. I have no idea what a possum drop is. All right. All right. Eric? I really didn't go anywhere. Um, I would guess that a possum drop, New Year's, maybe it has something to do with like a ball dropping on New Year's. Maybe it's more like savage and they drop a live animal in place of a glittery ball. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Okay. Lindsay, what can you add? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the visual that I had, is that, and perhaps it's in Jeremy's hometown. Hmm. The New okay. Year's celebration. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a ritual of the farm folk. Greentown, Greentown Indiana. That's right. The possum drop. What, what, what's going on in Greentown, Indiana? Yeah, uh, can you let us know where to not go, which is Greentown? <laughs> that's, that's one of the places not to go. Um, what's going on there? Yeah. Nothing. Okay. That's why they're dropping possums. That's why they're dropping possums. <laughs> yeah, I, this is the, this is predates or the precursor to cow tipping. <laughs> <laughs> no, we do that. Oh, both. But yeah, you, oh, you do, do both yeah. kinds. That's uh, good. <laughs> I feel like a cow tip a cow tipping is probably easier to do because they're just kind of there. Kinda, I feel like it's hard to find a possum. Big. You really have to lean. I mean, in no, that yeah. yeah. I, I, hey, we all read Cheryl Sandberg's book. <laughs> We're leaning in. Well. <laughs> Right. Uh, Lindsay does not have enough body fat to tip a cow. It's so true. So, it's so true. But, but potentially the strength. But the strength. That's right. Just just reservoirs of, of secret power. Just, mm-hmm. Yeah. Grit and rage. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody loves grit and rage. Just, right? Yeah. Just low, ma- low mass. Uh, yeah. So the possum drop. Eric, you were, you were very, very close. I mean, you were on it. It's, it's really true. Uh, it is one of several New Year's Day celebrations in which a possum is lowered from height at midnight. In contrast to other events of its kind, which typically involve replicas, a possum drop uses a live animal. This is done in Brasstown, North Carolina. This is done in uh, Tallapoosa, Georgia. Yep. Where? Tallapoosa. Huh. Yeah. And uh, surprise, surprise, PETA's not too keen on it. <laughs> Wait, so, what? Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're usually very open-minded about these things, hold, but not into it. Hold on a second. You said I was kind of right when I was exactly right. <laughs> yeah, no, you were That's exactly <laughs> what that was. And not only was I exactly right, we couldn't even get full fake answers out of these two guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I know. I, I hey, I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. I feel ashamed. <laughs> there is uh Don't don't answer shame us. <laughs> There is a famous possum named Spencer that is suspended in a wire ball wrapped with Christmas lights. This is in the uh, I'm sure he's not terrified at all. But that's that seems like something a possum's prepared for. Look, he's he's famous. He's a famous possum. Jason, you just just explain it to him first. Listen, we're just putting you. We're wrapping you in Christmas. If that is your real name, we're just wrapping you in Christmas lights and slowly lowering you. you Nothing's going to happen when you get to the bottom. It's just going to be a slow lower for no reason. Yeah, and Spencer's like, "Word, let's do this." Yeah, this is fine. 
This is this is all fine. It's that it's that everything's on fire meme, but you're a possum inside a, a giant ball being dropped uh, for the amusement of, you know, presumably white people. I can't imagine that anybody else is attending these sorts of things. Just doesn't uh, doesn't track. Doesn't track. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, great job, everybody. Uh, usually, I would give out a bunch of points because that was uh, kind of perplexing, but but because Eric and Lindsay actually award, answered it, if the, you award the, even yeah. one point to either of these two, I'll storm <laughs> out right now. I will flip this table. It's a pretty. There's a lot of equipment on the table. I would I would beseech you not to flip it, but well, it's it's in your hands. Yeah. Oh no. I. I uh, yeah. Uh, Jeremy and Jason are going to get zero points. Eric's going to get two points. Lindsay's going to get one point, and. Uh, just sheer intimidation. I mean, it was going to happen. I anyway. heard your other shows. I know how you dole out points. This is bullshit. <laughs> well, hey, uh, you said other shows with an S, which makes oh, me think I should award you a point for being an avid listener. Yeah, except for that, that was not true. No, it was actually true. But I will say, I listen to podcasts at double speed, so I can get through them really fucking fast. So you give them half a point. No, I'm not going to listen to your podcast. Look, I'm going to give double speed. I'm going to give him points when I give him points. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're no, not actually, calling the shots here, Eric. <laughs> you're so right. <laughs> I, I just realized that Jason is completely right. I completely bullied you, and I took over the situation. You award points the way you see fit. I am very sorry. <laughs> Don't threaten his equipment again. <laughs> I, I got. I get into things. I apologize. Uh, this, this this is a really weird start to the new year, right? I mean, especially after the disaster that happened on December 31st. Well, we're you, really being cavalier. You, you have to learn to laugh again. I can't lesson. believe that many people caught on fire at once. I, uh, it was the possum drop. I yeah. It started the riots yeah. because of PETA I'm and all the protesters. Yeah. That was insane. They weren't wearing fur. They were wearing that, that fake shit that's all made of plastic and just, boom, goes up real fast. That pleather. Uh, that yeah. Shit's flammable. Oh, man. But... But it really looks good, and it's less sweaty than regular leather. Better price, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Economic. <laughs> We've all got Forever 21 stock. That'll pan out. Uh, so, Jason, it's your turn. One through nine. Uh, four. Number four. Okay, it's time to play Fuck, Mary Kill. All right. All right, so you're each going to get a shot at this. Can at least one of mine be Jason every time? <laughs> I mean, you can add that. I won't. I won't tell you which way he's going. We all know. <laughs> you can. You can. You can add that in. Your your three options for fuck Mary kill this this new year are themed on the new year. So your options are: you have baby New Year, the little baby that bears the sash that says twenty twenty. You got old man last year who's just about falling fucking apart because uh, a year really take it out of you. Twenty nineteen sure did. And uh, then you've got strapping 20-something Mr. April. This is based on my calculation that uh, Mr. the old man is probably 90-something, maybe 100. So one and a half uh, months equals a decade. So 20-something Mr. April. Who are you going to fuck? Who are you going to marry? Who are you going to kill? <laughs> Keeping in mind, it's a baby, an old yeah. man, and a 20-something. Yeah, Jason. So I Mr. am going to kill gonna, the baby because yeah. that's fucking obvious. Well, that's, that's pretty <laughs> much you know that's me. On, well, and, yeah, it's and, on brand. And you've been talking about your Old Testament views pretty much right. all night. The whole so, night, right. Yeah. Got to uh, sacrifice those babies. And then I guess I'll, pretty optimistic, I'll marry the future. And uh, I guess that means I have to fuck last year. 
That's pretty much it. Yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna kill a baby. Kill a baby. You're gonna marry twenty year old Mister April. Yeah, and kill the old guy. And you're gonna kill. Okay. All right. Seems yeah. reasonable. I mean, it, we're yeah, gonna fuck seems... the old guy. So hold sure. on. Hold yeah. on. The baby is definitely the future, and you killed it immediately. <laughs> no. I was... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't help myself. <laughs> All right. It's the only way I can get it up for the hard guy or the old guy. <laughs> oh, no. That was a, oh, wow. an important slip. Wow. Great, great work. Okay. Eric. I better get a lot of points for that. <laughs> Eric. Eric, what are you going to do? Oh, the same setup. Yep. Yep. So, so obviously I pointed out that Jason did it wrong, so I would marry the baby. Yep. Okay. Great. Marrying a baby. Sexy, sexy baby. I would. <laughs> not weird. Well, actually, no. Not. I, I guess that uh, very home building baby that uh, shares my ideals and my thoughts and views that I want to marry and settle down with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then I would. You got to kill the old man. He's just about dead already. And then I would have sex with that strapping young april man like this is again how do you get this wrong jason like (laughs) i don't understand man i don't know how i fucked it up so bad i (laughs) yeah i mean i i i I think there's an argument to be made that both of you are still wrong but Lindsay, what are you gonna do um so i'd actually do all of the same that eric did but for different reasons okay okay so i would marry the baby in that you can raise it to mold it how you want it to be yeah so So, you're you're doing like a kate blanchett and benjamin button situation yes we'll cross pads at 50 and we can bone then but for right now i'm raising you so is is Lindsay getting younger in that scenario we were thinking too hard about it. It's, it's me shaping the baby. So Did you say shaping or shaking? One of those is not okay to say. With a P. Shape, shaping. Shaping. Yeah. Shaping the baby. I heard shaping. I don't know. Shaping. Shaping the baby. You know, it doesn't matter. It's a marriage. It's a They don't get that smooth on their own. You have to shave them every day. There's a lot I don't know about babies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh no, that's the thing. That's like, I mean, everybody knows that. Everybody, literally, everyone knows that. <laughs> there is a book industry around babies, specifically because there are so many mysteries. <laughs> so that, um, uh-huh. and then yeah, just I mean, like to kill the old man. I mean, I, I we can let 2019 go, um, and if I can kill it, even better. Um, it's just the humane thing to do, and then I feel like Mr. April. It's just kind of an obvious fuck choice. Yeah. So yeah. 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 He's been working out. He's like Kumail Nanjiani getting ready for the Eternals. All right. Jeremy, what are you going to do? So I'm going to kill the baby. Okay. Because. Good choice. Because. (laughs) Yeah. Because of all the options when I go to prison, that's the one that's going to let me last the longest. You think that they. Because you know what happens happens to people that fuck babies in prison, right? It's bad. What, but you think that people who they kill babies? honor the people that kill babies? <laughs> no, they're I like, I didn't say they're going to straight honor to your me. throne here, I'm sir. Gonna, <laughs> I said I'm going to last longer. You're the new king. Last as long as you want. <laughs> hey, you killed I'm, a baby. I'm pretty. I don't last. I don't last. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, no uh, one did talk about you, but you, you're you're pretty. Yeah, well, we didn't I talk just, about your body, but I mean, but in, we should probably frame just, it just know. in prison terms. I mean, I'll talk. I'll talk about it. Do we have an open mic here? Yeah, go ahead. Thumbs up. Okay, it really so deserves its own show. Yeah. It it would be bad, I think, to try to insert it into this show. It's fair. It is it is an hour of its own content. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> All right. So, so, you're, so you're killing that baby. Killing the baby. Um, I'm marrying the old man for his money. I think that's oh, very that's wise. Smart, right? Yeah. So dope. He's not going to last long. 
you got you got a year's worth of gains ready to go. And um, (laughs) I guess I'll fuck the guy because have you seen have you seen his ass? Uh, yeah. Yeah, April. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. April. That centerfold oh, yes. was phenomenal. Uh, yeah. Yeah, great job. Uh, so, Jeremy, you're going to get five points. Uh, Jason, three points. And four points each for Eric and Lindsay. This is bullshit. <laughs> well, you shouldn't have married a baby. I didn't. I killed You shouldn't it. have killed... Well, you shouldn't have done whatever you did. I married a baby, and I was ha- rewarded handsomely for four points. I think that says a lot about this program. It does. It does. Uh, everything is arbitrary, and that's life. Welcome to the 2020 apocalypse. Uh, Eric, it's your turn. One through eight. I'll take five. Number five. All right. It's time for Thunderdome. This week on Thunderdome, you are going to decide who wins in a battle to the death between the year 2020 and the year 1920. Who wins? In a battle to the death. Well, I'm a person who's very interested and focused on sport. Okay. So in sport, the athletes have gotten (laughs) much stronger, much faster. We have figured out, we've made Jeremy's across this land. (laughs) There are factories. I like how you're taking credit for that. Weave. Yeah. (laughs) I'm part of weave. It's the royal weave. Right. I'm part of weave. (laughs) So uh-huh. we as a people, we've as a people, are all <laughs> stronger and more handsome now than they were in 1920. Yeah. And the, the, granted, they were wrestling bears and things, but I'll take Mike Tyson, thank you, right, in that. Oh, sure. That, right? was, that was yeah. 40 years ago, but we're with well, you. Well, there's like a new Deontay Spencer. You know, uh, this is a sports <laughs> ball kind of uh, podcast, right? We're like, no one knows anything about sports, so I can't use specific examples. So. No, you can talk about it. I, I know <laughs> I know a fair amount of sports. You can, yeah. Anyway, so cite, I, cite examples. I think that Deontay Spencer uh-huh. would beat up uh, Franklin Roosevelt. And so then, so he this, was in a wheelchair. Dude. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Everyone was back then. They had polio. They were stricken by smallpox. Everybody was. They were hobbled as a people. We had to. That we spent so much time trying to make up for their genetic mistakes, coming up with vaccines, things like that. It was a weaker time, and they invented things that killed. Like they invented cars. They didn't think to. They didn't think about global warming back then. Uh, no, thank you, 1920. I'll take 2020, <laughs> despite the horrible tragedy that just happened that we're not acknowledging. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I would like to... Let's, let's just take a moment of silence. <laughs> not very respectful, guys. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I like your answer. I do have a problem with uh, how much have we really learned in the 100 years, but... Oh, what, are you going to bring a book, a book to a gunfight? I'm curious how much we've learned. <laughs> about Deontay Spencer knocking out Franklin Delano Roosevelt. <laughs> All right. That's, that's the new deal. Okay. <laughs> Lindsay, what do you think? Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to agree again. I kind of feel like the, the, the leaps that we've made in 2020 um, are bigger than 1920. I mean, it's, I, I feel like they would just kind of stand around in their like, funny pants without the yeah, right those pa- the pants sons of bitches knickerbockers weird capri pants <laughs> and their shorts i hate them mm-hmm. they're illegal alcohol just just mm-hmm. pressing their weird round dumbbells mm-hmm. riding yeah. those crazy bicycles oh sure yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's um, not figured out not gearing and chains yet they still have just giant wheels 
idiots. Morons. Yeah. 2020. Okay. That's where it's at. All right. Yeah. All right. Great. Jeremy, what do you think? So my problem with 2020 is that it's full of millennials. Mm. Okay. And everybody knows that millennials are weak. They pay way too much for stuff. And, you know, the greatest generation. When were they born? 1920. Okay. Yeah. So, come on. <laughs> Bunch okay. of pansies. So, <laughs> okay. As the only old guy that is a fan, like, all the millennials I work with pretty much kick ass or have worked with, so... I'm. I gotta go. Twenty twenty. I. I think twenty twenty. I mean, I'm. I'm a computer guy. Nineteen twenties computers were shit, non-existent. People's thoughts. Yeah. I. I. I, I'm pretty sure that there was just a little person inside a box operating a mechanism, and that was a computer in the nineteen twenties. So playing chess. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Very good pull. But do you think that if nineteen twenty and twenty twenty had a fight to figure out. Who gets to survive? That they would do it with computers? What are you talking about? Even me with with this body. <laughs> you don't have to say. It. We can. Also if I take, go, would you take your coat off, please? If I go, <laughs> if I go against nineteen twenty regular dude, even with my computer shit, my diet and everything is so much better. I'm still gonna just beat the shit out of a nineteen twenty guy. So. Wow. Wow, that's hard to Bring argue. it, 1920 guy. That's really hard to argue with your rickets. <laughs> <laughs> it's not his fault that they blocked the sun out on December 30th, ushering in the tragedy. Uh, great job. Everybody gets two points. Uh, yeah, I mean, in, in defense of millennials, a lot of us are almost 40, so it's kind of... Uh, I was just trying to be contrarian. I know. And we love you for it. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't like it at all. <laughs> no, the thing is, is he he's got the looks to be contrarian, and that's why that's why it happens. That's what that takes. Yeah. If you disagree with somebody, they just have to be able to have smoldering eyes. Yeah. That's that's how we survive in the new era. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, fine. I guess I'm dead. Try. Yeah. Yeah. You're the one that's the visual guy. I mean, you should get this. Good. I mean, why is this? Why are we having to explain this to you? Well, I don't understand. I've I've literally gotten every question exactly right, <laughs> but I'm not leading because because you don't have smoldering eyes. That's what I'm saying. So you can yeah. be contrarian and wrong so long as you bring the heat. Yeah. <laughs> And you are and you are technically leading. Uh, yeah, you all got two points. So, <laughs> sorry, everybody, for my out, outbursts. Oh, Jesus. Okay, Lindsay. Uh-huh. One through seven. Three. Number three. All right. Do you have a vague idea about New Year's Rockin' Eve? Mm, yes, that's a thing. Um, it was on the TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably... <laughs> Sometime on or after the 1920s. Um, it was hosted by Dick Van Dyke. You're close. It, Dick. Are you goddamn serious? No. <laughs> she knows Dick. Are you goddamn serious? <laughs> on that note, I guess I'm wrong. So I, well, I don't know why you would think that. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna, I'll just hand this on to my contrarian husband. Uh, Dick Clark is the name you're yes, thinking of. Yes, that guy. Mm-hmm. Goddamn, you're mm-hmm. goddamn right. You, that's a, a Amer- you respect Dick Clark. Right, he was out there. What he, didn't he have like a stroke or something, and then he still came out? Yeah, that's yeah, that's it, literally what happened. That's literally that. It's it's not as bad as what happened this New Year that we won't talk about. <laughs> but it was a terrible thing to watch happen at over the, at the possum drop. At the possum drop, <laughs> but it was a terrible thing to watch. Dick Clark was a hero of our New Year's. He ushered in every year, every New Year's, and he was, um, he was hip, 
at mm-hmm. a certain point. And he never aged. He never yep. aged. And yep. suddenly he aged very quickly. <laughs> he aged very quickly. Well, what was really, uh, what he was really well known for was not jumping turns, Eric. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He he did he did and believe, now he's dead. He did believe in order. Uh, <laughs> this is how Eric wins: is he just takes everybody's points by jumping in and stealing them. <laughs> Jeremy, if you'd like to continue, I totally uh, lost my train of thought. You were talking um, about renowned robot Dick Clark. Re- renowned robot Dick Clark. Uh, the ball drop. Musical guests. Yeah. Um, yeah. Past my bedtime. Yep. Was there a possum? Not in it's not New York. In, it's not, not in New York City. City. Mm. Mm-hmm. All they have in New York City are not the possum, but the ball mm. and paste bacani sauce. New yeah. York City. Yeah. You got you you've got the Rat King. So You're so the equivalent ads. of several hundreds of possums tied together. Yes. Uh, yeah, we should have done fake ad reads this show. That would have been fun. Uh, Jason, New Year's Rock and Eve. What do you know about it? I don't think I have anything to add that wasn't already said uh, by Eric. You mean? Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> By me, Eric. <laughs> Eric, uh, you want to jump in here on my turn? Are, are points like a, are points awarded linearly, or is every point I make, regardless of when I make it, awarded points? Uh, all points for you will be rewarded asymptotically, so you will get very close to winning, but never will win. That's right. That's right. Asymptotically, bitches. <laughs> you didn't even say it right. <laughs> uh, Jason, do you have anything else you want to add? No. Okay. <laughs> Eric, do you have anything else you would like to add? Is it? Can I talk? Am I allowed to talk? You don't like. <laughs> I, I, not everyone can see this in. I don't think so on a podcast. Are they watching? They're not watching now. Everyone's giving me very dirty looks. They don't really appreciate the way that I've approached this game. It's a hypothetical game, and the points don't matter. And all that matters are the friends that we made along the way. Mm-hmm. And everyone's wow. still mad at me because my answers are awesome and I don't have what to wait a, to give them because Jeremy has a boring answer and it's I'm trying to spice it up for these people. He literally got Dick Clark out before you jumped on him. So I'm I call bullshit. Yeah, that's probably right. You're probably right about that. Uh, uh, so yeah, rocking New Year's Eve, Dick Clark, um, horrible stroke, slurred speech, um, Childhood just destroyed. describing a stroke doesn't really get you any points. But childhood destroyed all in one minute. The reminder of mortality. A infallible hero befalls a fate in front of all of us on national television, and then it was followed up by Gwen Stefani. <laughs> okay, I think that uh, pretty much summed it up. Yeah, that's that. That was a. A bleak depiction of our... I will say, actually, though, all of the stuff he described joking is how I felt when I saw Dick Clark towards the end, though. Every time you'd watch New Year's, or uh, the New Year's thing, it was like, holy shit, I'm getting old, I'm gonna die. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's that's our lives now. Yeah. Uh, We're all withering. Uh, just, just. Well, yeah, but now it's uh, Carson uh, or not? Is it Carson Daly? No, well, now? he's on there, but no, it's uh, Anderson Cooper that's ushering you to your grave instead of Dick Clark. Uh, Ryan Seacrest hosts New Year's Rock yeah. and Eve. Oh, Anderson baby. Cooper hosts another channel, and uh, Carson Daly is, I think, a. He, I uh, haven't NBC, watched. I mean, maybe? I can't stay up that late anymore. I'm too old. Yeah, it's none of them are good. Are let's you, be honest. Who's gonna bring? And, up, who's, uh, who's gonna bring up their bodies? Does is me? I'll bring it up. I, I mean, it, Man, it seems like guys. you are. It seems like you're doing it now. I just didn't want to step on your toes. I, I'm... You're very considerate in, in your language anyway. Uh, <laughs> great. Everybody's going to uh, get one point because that, that just seems like the right thing to do. 
Even though Eric is tromping all over everybody, he still gets the same. Yeah, yeah, I get it asotomically. Yeah, he's still going to get a point. He said it right that time. <laughs> I think he forgot an M and a P, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> still going to get a point. Uh, Jeremy, we're back to you. Uh, one through six. Four. Number four. There's a lot of that was that was dramatic. I like to think about my my answers. Yeah, I like it. I like. I mean, there's a there's a stretch of silence. Is well, can perfect. you take us through that thought process? What were you thinking about when you were silent and then just said a random number? Well, so normally what I do is I go either for the first or the last number. So in this case, I would have normally said one or six, right? And I go back and forth there, and then it's like, no, let's do the opposite of that. Yeah, yeah. So I was like between a three or a four, right? Uh, three was where my brain sure. went, so I'm yep. like four. For yeah. Sure. yeah, man, that was that was good. That was good. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. That was really good. All right, number four. <laughs> we can cut that, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut nothing. <laughs> this is this is the only remaining broadcast in all of in all of Earth after the event. Should should we send out some address for help? With that, like, just uh, no. I think we've got we've got enough beer. I don't really want to bring anybody else into this situation. Totally fair. You know, really plus fast. Jeremy's too pretty, so we don't want to invite interlopers. <laughs> we'll eat him last. <laughs> what do you mean last? <laughs> He's going to be ropey anyway. Works out too much. That's right. uh, <laughs> Jeremy, do you have a vague idea about Janus? J A N U S. Janus is Janus not a defunct investment firm? Ah uh, well, that that is that is technically a correct answer. So that that'll that'll give you some points, sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Otherwise, I was going Janice Joplin, but she's also dead. She's <laughs> and it's spelled differently. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. you spelled it, and then it totally threw me off. Yeah, Janice is dead. That's okay. Final answer. Great. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Jason. Janice. Janice is the two-faced god. One looking forward to the past. One looking forward to the future. I don't remember. I think it's Roman. Janice is Roman. Very good. Very good. All right, Eric, what can you add? That's totally right, except for he said looking forward to the past and looking forward to the future. I've had beer. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, if this was a situation where in a conversation you got points um, based on how <laughs> I'm accurate, not worried about it because I knew you'd correct Based me. on how accurate you answer questions, well, fair, I just want that to be taken into consideration. I was, I was going to allow it because if I had two heads that – if I had two faces that occupied the front and back of me, I'm looking forward in either direction I'm looking because I don't turn around. I never turn around. To turn Touché. around is, is absurd. But hold on. We're not asking from their perspective. We're asking from the from, – it's the perspective of, of an onlooker. And to the onlooker, there is a forward and a backwards. And so that is the, what establishes the relativity. And so I want his fucking points for me. Okay, so, so Jason, I need you to correct yourself to say that, that it's, it's uh, front of stage and back of stage is where Eric Janice looks. Yeah, great, great. Yeah, this coalition of survival is going to go really well in the coming days. Uh, Lindsay, Janice, anything to add? Nothing to add. Okay. Uh yeah, you y'all could have said that Janus is the god, the Roman god who uh, is the namesake of the month of January. Oh yeah, that, that we currently are struggling through. I don't see how that's related to anything. <laughs> no, no, it's totally analogous. Uh yeah, otherwise great. Uh, ancient Roman religion. Uh, it is uh, the god of beginnings, gates, transitions, time, and doorways. Usually depicted having two faces, uh, the, looking the, to the future and to the past. For, forward to the future, though, correct? <laughs> I mean, I think there's an argument to be made still that that 
looking forward is subjective. But then if you call it the past, it's no longer subjective. It happened in the back, like behind. Yeah, but you could still, you, you could still. Uh, in the butt? <laughs> I, those smoldering eyes. Smoldering. I want to, I want to yell at you so badly, but those eyes. Are we, are we talking about Mr. April? That, <laughs> do we just. Are no. you sure your baby husband won't be jealous? He's been laid down for a nap. He doesn't know what's going on. He won't wake up for two or three hours. The mobile's going. It's fine. Uh, it, Jason gets two points. Everybody else gets zero. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it works. What? That's I can't how my, it works. I can't believe my bullying has taken an about face. Now I'm being penalized, even though I'm just and right. So is that an about face backwards or forwards? You tell me. There's no law or order in this room. Uh, uh, Jason, one through five. Five. Number five, do you have a vague idea about 20 20 vision yeah i think so i uh think it means you can see at 20 feet what is supposed to be normally seen by at 20 feet right something like that if you are a person that can see the a certain sized thing at 20 feet that's to be expected to be seen at 20 feet that's what 2020 means yeah yeah that's good i wonder if that does that mean you can see 20 point type at from 20 feet away that'd be fucking amazing is 20 point means? is really small. It's 20 point. It, so body copy. This is where you realize I'm more than just an idiot. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about Pantone colors for a little bit. Would you, what would you like to know? <laughs> no, know? Go ahead. Go I ahead. I know all the Pantone things. So body copy, typically you'll set at 8 point, And that's unless you have an older audience, sometimes you put it up to 12. Default on a Word document is 12, and that's how I know that muggles have been involved when they're designing because their their type is too big and it's horsey. So 24-point is headline size. So 20 is quite big-ish. If you think about like on a newspaper from 20 feet away, is that an impressive feat? I'm asking. I don't know. I don't know, but do you guys know when you go to like – when you're at a show and you see somebody that's really talented – it's something that you didn't expect to be so talented. That's how I feel right now watching Eric talk about this. Do you guys want to know about Pantone colors? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, there are no colors left since the incident, so we'd like to hear your stories about them. So the issue with the incident, we won't get into, obviously, but the foundation of Pantone colors. Um, so it, are you familiar with CMYK breakdowns versus... <laughs> Versus the uh, this is RGB. the barbaric so, RGB. Yeah, so, well, yeah. but in the world of printing, <laughs> like if you look at our Paul Lander Hefeweizen package here, this is at unlimited colors because the colors are created. Right? I don't know. Yeah. But the colors are created by mixing those four inks, mm-hmm. cyan, magenta, yellow, and black. But a Pantone is a pre-mixed color like if you went to Sherwin-Williams and you asked them for smoldering brown paint, <laughs> they would get just that right color. Uh, it's hazel. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. you know what? I don't care. It's he wasn't looking at your eyes. <laughs> but so then they lay that Up on. Here, pal. They, they lay that color on exactly so it can be the exact same color every time because building color is unreliable. It's true. Cut that shit out. No, <laughs> I'm gonna leave it in. He can't drop the mic because it's attached to the table. As a as a person who who at least before the end times ran a a small publishing company, so I designed book covers, and I know that 
uh, colors don't come out the way you want them to. Very and rarely. It's, and it's real tricky. You you want a you want a nice a nice stark navy uh, to black sort of cut, and then you go, oh no, it's just a blurred muddled mess, and it's fantastic. Yes, that's true. It's a blurred muddled mess. Uh, <laughs> Lindsay, do you have anything to say about twenty twenty vision? I, w- I wish that I did. Um, I will do a kind of plug here because I had LASIK some years ago. Oh yeah, and the guy that did it, and is, you still have your eyes. So I do. They're still in my head. Yeah. Um, they don't see color since the incident, but just, well, sure, but none of us do, right? But up until then, um, I just the the guy that did it is named Doctor Heinz, okay. and so his place is called Hindsight Twenty Twenty. That's funny. Uh-huh. It is funny. That's real funny. Yeah. Thank you, Doctor Heinz. I got my LASIK on a on a Groupon. My uh, childhood dentist was named Doctor Mangle. That's true. That's great. <laughs> that so that my the nurse, my school nurse in elementary school, nurse Payne. Wow. <laughs> Your story's better. Doctor Hines is he's he's doing it right. Mm-hmm. Doctor Mangle, not so much. No. Maybe take your wife's last name. It's okay. Or Do- or just or just have a have a stage doctoring Doc- name. Doctor like. M. Yeah. Or, or don't be a dentist. Just yeah. yeah. You want to be like a butcher then, right? <laughs> yeah, butcher Mangle. Yes, please. Yeah. that sounds delicious. Yeah, because everybody wants like decimated cuts of meat, right? That's what everybody's oh, looking I'm for. I'll take so. one. Yeah. Okay. So you're. <laughs> I'll take the whole one. process is yeah. problematic for you. One mangled T-bone, please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would like the T-bone to be more of an eye with the dot <laughs> floating. Uh, yeah, you you guys all did did as well as you've been doing. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that here, like a so so just a, a definition. So for twenty twenty vision at six meters or twenty feet, a human eye with the twenty twenty performance is able to separate contours that are 1.75 millimeters apart uh if you have a a worse vision it just it just gets worse shit just gets fucked up my vision is like 2200 i don't know it's awful it's bad stuff i can barely see the giant e so that's fun i know a guy <laughs> yeah yeah i need to i need to talk to dr feelgood see that's a that, that Doctor Feelgood. More more dentists should just go with that. Uh yeah, great job. You each get uh let's see, each get three points. because uh, that fair. We're just gonna we're gonna respect the trinity of old gods that existed before the fall. <laughs> uh great work. And Eric, right. it's your turn. One you through now. four. Should I take you through my thought process? I mean uh, hey is it interesting? <laughs> let's find out together. Okay, great. <laughs> So let's let's mix this Pantone color together. Yeah, shall right. We? So there's four options, right? So you'd be a sucker to pick number four, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. leaves three on the table. Number one feels a little basic. So that's between two and three. Two being the half of four feels also very basic. So I'm going to go with four. You're going to go with four. <laughs> Great. So number four, we're going to play Is It or Ain't It? This is a game that uh, there are going to be four separate things. So you just have to tell me if it's a real New Year's event or not. Listen, I lettered in Is It or Ain't It. I, I the, You have the letter on your jacket now, so I assumed that you must have. It's a complicated letter, too. Uh, so, uh, so, Eric, yours is 12 Grapes. Is that a real New Year's event or not? 12 Grapes. Is that a New Year's event? Like, do you eat 12 Grapes to signify... The passing of the 12 months. That seems dumb enough that somebody would have done that. Uh, yes, is it. Moron. 
Yeah, yeah, no, that is a real thing. It is, uh, but he forgot the wishing part. <laughs> I forgot the wish. I'm fucking, you know, I'm a moron. The 12 grapes is a Spanish tradition that consists of eating a grape with each clock bell strike at midnight of December 31st to welcome the new year. Also done in Chile. All right. It's a lot of grapes. Like, think about it. Like, by the 12th grape, you're kind of... 12 grapes. Have you ever eaten grapes? But, like, one a second. You don't even have to chew them. No, one, a, one an hour. <laughs> one, one every, one every uh, second for the chime. Oh, for the chime. You're right. Okay. For all 12 chimes. Lindsay. You're going to be eating a lot of grapes quickly. It's not quite a chubby bunny scenario, but it's not you know, it's not fine. a chubby bunny scenario. Sour grapes. How big are the grapes? Do we know that? Do we have that kind of intel? I, I mean, I think it, they vary. Yeah. Some of them are wrathful grapes. It depends. Uh, oh yeah. Those things are huge. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Steinbeck. That's what she said. <laughs> All right. Uh, great job. So, yes, 12 grapes was correct. Good job, Eric. Lindsay, mm. Hogmanay. Is that a real New Year's event? How is that spelled? <laughs> H-O-G-M-A-N-A-Y. Ain't it. Ain't it? Well, it's actually a real thing. God damn it. Oh, that's got to be Irish. It is a Scottish. That's the same uh, shit. Well, it's I mean, Irish after Brexit, slam. yes. Uh, yeah, so it's the uh, it's a celebration of the last day of the year. The origins are unclear, uh, but it may be derived from Norse and Gaelic observances. So there's usually gift giving and visiting the homes of neighbors and, and shit like that. So that's kind of cool. That's kind of fun. <laughs> sounds fun. Right? Yeah, you want to see people. The first thing you want to do is go see more people. Wait, there's no hog involved? No, no hog. I don't. I want no part of this. What, there's <laughs> like there's no hog, not one hog. I mean, you could probably have hog and das if you want. But it's hogless, but just to be clear. Eggs. Yeah, no hogs. Yeah, <laughs> and that's German. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's made up completely, isn't it? You're the branding guy. You're supposed to know that hog and das isn't real in any capacity. Listen, I don't know this, the what the story of every brand that's ever existed. They could have been lying. That's not what you said when we <laughs> interviewed you for the yeah. program. I wanted, so I'm a little, I feel a little cheated. I wanted to get on the program. I would have said anything. <laughs> I know. I know you did. It was, it was creepy. Uh, Jeremy, uh, is the Mummers Parade a real New Year's event or not? The Mummers Parade? The Mummers Parade. Is that M-U-M-M-E-R-S? That is correct. Yeah. I'm going to say, is it? Uh-huh. Um, I come from my, my great grandfather's name was Mamert. Mamert? Yeah, and I just have to believe that his uh, ancestors' name was changed at Ellis Island, and they were originally Mummers. Okay. And so they just traded. They just they just yeah. changed the S for a T, <clears throat> and started a parade. Oh yeah. Okay. Great. Parade uh, tradition. Yeah. I mean, you are you are correct. The Mummers Parade is held each year in Philadelphia on New Year's Day. It's believed to be the oldest folk festival in the United States. They're pretty old. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a real deal thing. It's it looks like a lot of fun actually. We should all go to Philly. What could go wrong? Okay. I don't want, I don't want to go to Philly. I mean after the incident. Yeah, it's it's just what not, could go wrong. not been the same in Philly though. It's true. Since the incident. It's true. Things have changed. Yeah. Things really have changed. In uh, fact, I think we're not supposed to talk about Philly on the air. Well, uh, just in yeah. respect. I mean, but this is this yeah. is out of love for the old traditions of the time. Do you mean brotherly love? Uh, <laughs> I don't think I don't think you meant brotherly love. <laughs> okay, uh, Jason, yours is yield annual pole balling. Is that a real thing or not? Mm. It is for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, please Ye- describe it. Yield nightly. <laughs> it's in the yield morning, but yeah, nightly pole balling. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say no, just because 
That's not an option. Can I say no? You can say ain't it. Ain't, ain't it. My I mean, you, you could say no. I, I I'm understand how synonyms work. It. How loose is this game? <laughs> well, like, why are there rules? Because there have to be some rules. Yeah, I agree. Well, where do we draw the Especially line? Especially since what happened <laughs> two days ago. So you're looking to start the law system of our new society based on this game? It's between me and the overlords. It's your, really your choice. Based on what I've seen here today, sir, <laughs> the inconsistency... Oh my God! Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. The the annual pull balling is not a real thing. Uh, so it should uh, be though. Really. One, one point each for Jeremy, Jason, and Eric. Lindsay, I'm sorry. Uh, Hogmanay was kind of a a tough one. I'll just eat twelve sour grapes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Forever. that's good. That's good. And Lindsay, it's your turn. You get to pick one, two, or three. Three. Talk in the mic. Three. <laughs> Number three. Okay. Do you have a vague idea about a leap second? I do. Okay, talk about it. It is, uh, so historically, I guess, when they came up with the calendar as it exists today, um, we sometimes, as you know, every four years have the leap day, Uh, but still sometimes like the earth wobble or something is such that we still have a leap second to account for. Um, And we had one not too long, well, I feel like I was maybe in my teens when we had one last that I recall maybe watching Dick Clark. On New Year's Rock and Eve. Ooh. Not Dick Van Dyke? No, Dick. I don't think Dick Van Dyke was a part of it. Um, I want to say it was Dick Clark that mm-hmm. did that show. Yeah. I don't yeah. know where you got that information. Yeah, that's stupid. You um, look stupid right now. Yeah, you, <laughs> it just seems really misinformed. I don't know. Um, but because I remember they were like racist, actually. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know how, but I'm, I am offended. That's I, all I know. <laughs> Yeah, so, but I remember, like, back. they were, <laughs> great, uh, counting down, and, like, we, you know, it was, like, you know, four, three, two, one, leap, and then it was Happy New Year. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. great, great, very good. Jeremy, leap second. It's not leap second, S-E-C-O-N-D, as in time on a clock. It's not the first leap, it's the second leap. So, kind of what Lindsay was talking about is true. The incident that took place a couple of days ago was so... Oh, huge that it did cause a wobble and so leap yeah i bet you guys the the listeners can hear how heavy everybody was nodding i mean everybody was yeah. nodding right i i was going to remark on the amount of emotion on jeremy's face uh, trying was, to recount just just when you brought up the incident yeah, especially well, the trembling in his yeah, chin there was a yeah. tear there is some there is some truth there. There is some real honest emotion we in that. We all felt the wobble. I yeah. mean Oh, I mean, how could you not? No one was on a space station. We were all here on what remains of the earth. Great. Uh Jason, leap second. I vaguely remember this from within the last few years because the uh system clocks on servers for uh normally go 0 to 59, it went 0 to 60 one time and it caused all kinds of mayhem. Uh, but I don't remember what year it was. But it was fairly. It was recent enough that I remember. It was in the last ten years. All right, Eric. There's no way that's right. <laughs> so Lindsay definitely got it right. Is this a thing where, like, I feel like the one episode I listened to of this show, <laughs> leading into it, it within the past three days. Um, don't butter me up too much. <laughs> nobody knew any of the answers, so they were just making up things on the uh like just all the time but oh like, sure sure i feel yeah. like we just all get the exact right answer Lindsay definitely got the exact right answer 
Pretty right? sure mine was right too. Yours was not right. There's no way you don't call it a leap second if it has to do with computers. Like leap has to do with like we all make the change together, like a leap year, including the computers, right? No, not including the computers. Those are not citizens. We don't. I'm getting frustrated. Is there like a? Is there some? Can we take like a timeout? Or? Let's let's just take a moment. Why don't you just clearly, look it up on your phone? Clearly. Oh wait, the computer in your pocket. Clearly, that you're, does not you're... celebrate a leap year. You no, would just but call it, it moving forward. No, but it certainly has to sync with you. But you and things everybody have, else in but humanity. Listen, there are words, and words have meanings, and you apply those words to appropriate situations. Moving computers up a second about? is not called a leap second. It's like that's like a more of an astrological thing. You know what? Again, very angry, looking for a safe space. <laughs> I think I think we're all upset. Uh, and trying to deal with our new robotic overlords, I've got and a lot what of they're going emotions. to do, and so yeah, it's it's one thing you know if you it, to be talking basically from a physician's perspective about adjusting these robot overlords. I I get it, I get what Jason's saying, but I, I, Eric, I also I feel your honest aggression here. Don't sympathize with him at 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 the idea that these these uh, robots can take whatever time they want. They're going to gobble up all the time. On a totally if they feel unrelated like note. Um, I feel like his microphone sounds better than mine. Is that just your voice, or is that mine? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it sure okay. does. You know what also is weighing in on how your microphone sounds is the words you're choosing to oh. say into that microphone, which is a huge deficit. Can we actually check the score right now? Yeah. <laughs> there's, like, there's a way to prove that you're wasting that microphone. The arbitrary points. Good yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, Calculated the, on a computer that he's holding in his hand right now? He didn't calculate it. He just entered it. <laughs> the leap second is a one-second adjustment that is occasionally applied to coordinated universal time to accommodate the difference between precise time as measured by atomic clocks and imprecise time, which is observed uh, solarly. So that's that's what it is. We have to adjust every once in a while. We gotta we gotta move some seconds around. So Lindsay really was the closest, and and so I'm gonna give Lindsay a point. When when was the last one? Just for funsies. I don't think it says. Uh, let's see. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. Okay. While you're looking, I feel like right. I got five points for All a right. joke answer, and Lindsay got one point for an exact right answer. <laughs> So, so the, I, I the, the leap second system was introduced in 1972, and uh, it looks like after 1972, both clocks have been ticking in SI seconds. So the difference between their displays at the, any time is 10 seconds plus the total number of leap seconds. So there have been 37 leap, leap seconds added as of January 2019. Oh. So that means the sun is slow? Yeah. Yeah. Or at least the amount of time it takes the sun's light to get to us is slower than Adam. Shouldn't we set to the sun? Shouldn't that be? <laughs> Am I st- oh, no, I'm Why not the moon? It's all arbitrary. <laughs> Doesn't that mean our seconds are the wrong amount? Yes. I mean, <laughs> let, if, if we're completely honest, time and all of these things are entirely arbitrary and have no basis in anything. I like how everybody really started thinking hard there. He said that and everybody was like, wait, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You, you got me. We've Everything to- is pretty <laughs> fucked up, isn't it? Uh, what are we going to rule our new society on? CMYK? Yeah. It's unreliable. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still got more display clarity than RGB, am I right? Well, oh man, you're no. never going to get what you see on an RGB. Unbelievable! The gamut is uh, no, you're right. yeah. yeah. 
Yes. Gamma so much that Bruce Banner's turned into shit. Uh, yeah, so Lindsay gets one point. Nobody else is getting any points. This is stupid. So there we go. She got it right. Yeah. She got it right. She knows in her heart. Jeremy, one or two? One. Number one. That's Basic. good. Basic. All right. It's time that to play. Just one or two. From the makers of Pomme ou Pomme de Terre, it's La Chose Française Arbitraire. This is an arbitrary French thing. The only thing that's French about it is the title. And uh, Jeremy, you're each going to get a crack at this, too. Jeremy, the question I pose to you is, some kind of year, huh? We. Oui. Very good. <laughs> Jason, some kind of year, huh? I don't get what's happening right now. Uh, How would you respond to that question? We're a stranger to pose it. I you. think Jeremy did it. We. Oui. <laughs> right. I have no idea. <laughs> Eric. Yeah. Some kind of year, huh? You're telling me all the things that happened. Obviously, we've alluded to it. How could we not? Yeah. Yeah. The I tragedy. Mean, the the waves of dead. The it, tragedy. The fact that they were there. There were so many that they actually are are uh, crashing Wait. against the shores. It is terrible. They're still in motion. Oh dead. yeah. Yeah. You know what? Sucks about those two. (laughs) Jason and Jeremy specifically? Is that when you (laughs) asked them how the year was that resulted in waves of death, they were like, yeah, yep, we, it's a pretty good year. Uh A plus as far as I'm concerned. And someone who doesn't speak French could interpret it as, wee, what a fun time, which is Who could have more fun? Pretty tasteless. So, uh, wow. I don't know. What did you guys like? uh, Did you get an above average return on your mutual fund or something? As a matter of fact. (laughs) To overcome the waves of death? Hey, I beat the benchmark by 4% this year. You know what? That's actually pretty goddamn dope i i think you've just uh backed into everything that's wrong with society uh i sure have you you you're you (laughs) you got you gained your mutual fund over the waves of dead that's pretty much every year great uh Lindsay, uh some kind of year huh it wasn't my favorite yeah all right yeah no i've had i've had better sure Mm -hmm. yeah you want to talk about a better one no okay (laughs) that makes sense Great job! You're each getting. Uh, you're each gonna get two points. Well done. You we. both got two points for yeah. me. Get on it. <laughs> I can't believe my early game strategy has come back to bite me so viciously at this point. Your your pregame or your bully strategy? Yeah, my bullying strategy. It didn't work as an older brother, and it's not working. Well. <laughs> uh, Jason, the last topic is yours. Will you have it? Yeah, I don't think I have a choice. All right. Well, I mean, you always have a choice. <laughs> we <laughs> we live in what camp. used to be a free country. <laughs> Except in the art camp. <laughs> uh, do you have a vague idea about the peacock vow? The peacock vow. Uh, I can't even think of something funny. Eric, just take my turn like you were going to anyway. Yeah, I was totally going to jump in. <laughs> All right. So the peacock vow is um, not... So dissimilar from a skull and bones situation, Yale, Illuminati, things of this nature. Mm-hmm. But it's signified. You put your two hands together and you make it, you, you, you flay out your fingers like a peacock would uh-huh. so that the other members of this nefarious underworld New Order organization know that you're down. Okay, okay. So you're you basically making like a West Side slash the Weezer How do they symbol? know it's not a turkey? You don't draw an uh, outline around it. 
<laughs> that makes a lot of sense. That really makes a lot of sense. No colorful construction very paper. Very subtle. Yeah. Since color is gone now. Right. Uh, uh, Lindsay, the peacock vow. Well, I didn't know that we could talk about it um, since the incident. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I think it's... I mean, hey, they're all dead. It's fine. Oh, the peacocks? Well, the, the vow takers. Is Everyone it, who cares about it. Is that confirmed? Dead, yeah. Have we heard from Philadelphia? <laughs> I, I have a pigeon coming back, but I don't I haven't I haven't received it yet. Um no, I have nothing really more to add beyond the secret society. Um I was gonna say something about it being related to like NBC, but I can't even remember if that's the Peacock channel. Yeah, yeah that is. Great. That's I mean that's a great that is a very good So if you could just insert the NBC like tone do, do, do. that yeah, one. Whatever it was. That's my answer. Sounds are different now too. Right. It's yeah, you yeah. just don't hear the same. That but. was perfectly on pitch, but you didn't you didn't hear it because of the distortion from the <laughs> from the incident. Yeah, it's just the wobble. Sound, yeah. Sound, yeah. sound waves are different now. Yeah. Oh man, it's like we're constantly being bombarded with sound. <laughs> it's crazy. You can see the sound and hear the colors. Uh Jeremy, Peacock Val. Was NBC not one of the networks that got caught up in the uh sexual harassment scandal recently? Was uh, Fox News, uh, sixty Minutes. I Matt think Lauer had a one. had a button in his office yeah. so he could like lock the door remotely while he was raping people. So yeah, I think right. so, first off, aring people. Aring. Oh, my bad. <laughs> also, um, not familiar. Uh, in the game of Jeopardy, do the the contestants ask Alec along the way for confirming? <laughs> Answers. They'd probably score if, better if they did. To know if they're on the right track. Because he has track. the cards with the answer on it. He would know. <laughs> yeah. Just answer so the I question, just, Jeremy. Stop probing to I see just, if we can get you points. I, I do I do like the idea of somebody on Jeopardy saying, like, <laughs> what is the answer on the card? <laughs> or just being like. Just, just to see if he'll read it. Just be like. I mean, know, it is in the form ob- of a yeah. question. Yeah, yeah it like, is. Yeah, obviously that happened in the River Jordan area. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And just waiting I'm, for some I'm thinking of a River Jordan version of this answer. Right, I'm right, right. I'm on the, I'm on the right track. <laughs> the ahead, answer Jerry. was a question. So, uh, <laughs> apropos to my uh, NBC thing, mm-hmm. uh, the Peacock Vow is uh, what the uh, the victims of the uh, what we would like to call the NBC R-ing, uh were required to take, so that they didn't tell people what we, what what were so oh. they. Sort of colloquially called that the peacock bow. Oh, that actually sounds legit. Yeah, those those <laughs> like were that. the uh, those were dark times before the incident. <laughs> before <laughs> the darker times. As a branding person, if you find yourself, your company, your international conglomerate involved in an R scandal, and you can call the vow of silence, you're all going to take. Don't use the name of your company. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to use the yeah. brand. Like the brand. Like just call it like the. <laughs> <laughs> call it like <laughs> like the the peanut butter secret or something like you yeah, know what i mean yeah, so yeah. It's like or your competitor yeah you got yeah right like yeah call it <laughs> call it the the johnny carson uh experiment or something. this is also, the also on NBC, the fox the chase this is the disney presents uh espn sports center oath of solemnity <laughs> we're taking this to cover up that chris berman's done some fucked up shit brought to you by no. monster i'm sure yeah <laughs> The oh problem. yeah, uh, yeah. Chris Berman's great. I'm sure he didn't do any shit. Uh, yeah, uh, you guys were all wrong. the The peacock vow was something the uh, knights took during the middle medieval era at the end of the Christmas season each year to reaffirm their commitment to chivalry. Uh, so yeah, 
So at the end of every year, you would uh, you'd do some gift giving. You'd basically say, hey, I'm on your team again for another year, bro. Let's get out there and shivel. I feel like Eric would like to re-up his vow to chivalry this year. Absolutely not. I've never made one in the first place. Do you feel like uh, the peacock is a great representation of chivalry? Um, I I think it I think it is because it's like it's a it's a bird that's like adorned. It's it's ready to party. Do you, and, do you uh, view that being adorned and ready to party are two attributes you would apply hey, to being chivalrous? I've been doing chivalry I, all wrong. I think uh, I think I think most people who misuse chivalry would say that that's how it works. Aren't yeah. you supposed to like put your coat down over a puddle so that a uh, helpless young lady like Lindsay can get across without getting her shoes wet? Right. Would a peacock do that? Yeah. Well, how are you gonna do that without that big plume of feathers? You gotta like lay something down. I'm saying a peacock is in it for the peacock. You yeah. Know what I mean, like the peacock wants to be looked at. There's no chivalry in the world of Peacock. Nice choice, old uh, knights. Why don't you get a little bit, like a, a chivalrous animal would be like... Donkey. Like a mule. Is that chivalrous? What, what would be a chivalrous animal? Carrying all your shit while you're walking somewhere is pretty sweet. That doesn't sound that chivalrous. I guess maybe. in the old, <laughs> Like a donkey would definitely open the door for you. Yeah. You need like a, a, a chivalry... An, uh, I think a horse is chivalrous, right? It's It's noble... And task oriented. That's really all it is, right? Is it's like, hey, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do what you need me to do. Yeah. And you're without, gonna look good doing. Yeah. <laughs> like and I'm a, not gonna ask for compliments for it. Uh, you know. Like yeah. a Clydesdale, like and actually just like um my two tall boys of both Bud Light and Bud Heavy. Yeah. <laughs> they don't ask a lot. No. But they get the job done. They do. They do. They're working for you. They're working full time. <laughs> They're working for all of us. <laughs> Uh, great work. Everybody gets a point. That was that was a lot of fun. That's all the topics. So I'm going to add up the scores, and you guys should talk amongst yourselves for a few moments, and we'll find out who won tonight's game. This can only end one way. At the edge. That's true, because you got five points right at the beginning for fucking nothing. <laughs> for interrupting. I got a lot more points for interrupting along the way. It was the early well. phase of the bully strategy. <laughs> yeah. That's before we all figured it out. Just loose with the points at the beginning, and then they just got real sparse at the end. In my defense, I did not invite myself. <laughs> That's true. I did this. <laughs> yeah. This is on you. It is. I'll, t- I'll own it. I'm so sorry. Yeah, as long as as long as somebody's going to take responsibility, that's all I'm looking for. I certainly am not. That's that's the one thing we'd be sure of. Nope, I will carry this burden with my ant body. Uh... Oh man, you know, and the, and what's wild is this. This was an extremely close game. I didn't even do this on purpose, but yeah, Eric, you won with 16 points. Everybody else got 15 points. Motherfucker. So, so it wasn't uh, it wasn't a runaway victory. I don't think that uh, you should uh, peacock it. I don't, yeah, don't peacock it. Don't don't push all your bottle caps in the middle of the table just now because you might need those to survive in the coming months. You know uh, what though? Like, um, I don't care what you guys think. I'm the winner, and <laughs> I don't really. The wolf does not bother himself with the thoughts of sheep, so. I won, and I uh, I beat all of you down, and that's how it is. So, all right. Would you like to plug anything? I sure would. Great. Get to plugging. So, uh, yeah. Can you give me a minute? One minute. So, um, I'd like to but uh, to plug both Bud Light and Bud Heavy that I um, brought over today on my electronic scooter. Uh-huh. I Great. went to Great. a liquor store beforehand. Um, I I got the 
optional carrying case on the electric scooter when oh, I bought it. Sure, yeah. Um, it has limited capacity, but the convenience can't be beat. No, you gotta you gotta take it. So I went to go try to buy a six pack of Montucky Colt snacks. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. wouldn't fit in the carrying case. No, had to call an audible. <laughs> Two tall boys. <laughs> two tall boys. <laughs> Thank you, two tall boys. There you go. All right, great. Lindsay, would you like to plug anything? Uh, I would just say in this time as we're coming up on um, heavy holiday air travel, uh-huh. for those of you who don't travel frequently, please just look around. Just just look around and be aware that there are other people in the area. Get off the plane and on the plane in a reasonable and quick manner. Maybe step aside. What about public FaceTiming? No. Please don't public FaceTime. For for my Christmas gift, stop public FaceTiming. Just yeah. everybody, yeah. please. Actually, that. anything where your phone is making noise. Just put just your phone use in. Use some a, fucking headphones. Headphones. Mm-hmm. Just let's gift everyone headphones. If we could Oprah everyone <laughs> headphones, yeah. it would be a Christmas I, I think that if there's anything we could Oprah, that that's like getting everybody headphones is probably the most feasible thing. And I think we could actually even get Congress to pass giving everybody headphones. It might lead to world peace. It could. It really could. That's all. Just please just be courteous and, um, you know, love your fellow man. You know, really quickly. Yeah. Um, they oh, all got they, they all got free headphones when they bought their phones. They're animals. Oh, That's true. You have no, just it doesn't trash. matter. Let's not buy them more headphones. Yeah, they're obviously ideas. not understanding how it's supposed to work. No, I think what we're proposing here is, and this again assumes that uh, the events of, of a couple of days ago oh. don't lead us down a terrible path, but uh, we could probably just uh, get get one of these doctors to sew the headphones into people's ears. And then it's really just a matter of remembering to plug them in. I'll suggest that to a sponsor. <laughs> Great. Very good. Jeremy, what would you like to plug? So the last time I plugged, uh, well, I had recently purchased, well, tickets were recently purchased for the upcoming Star Wars movie the last time I was here, so I plugged the Star Wars movie. Oh, yeah. Um, Finally. Yeah, so Finally now... Finally someone plugs a Star Wars movie. It's, <laughs> though it's already happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's approximately three days from now. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, You're in a tough position of having seen it but not having really yeah, the words that, to talk about it's it. It's that Janus thing. Again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to the past and the present. Yeah. Sure. yeah. You are you're straddling the line of of the rise of Skywalker. Well, I straddle things a lot. So <laughs> yeah. uh so Star Wars and um what else? Uh we just saw the movie Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. So if you like some good Nazi humor, uh-huh. it's a really good movie. Is it good? Yeah, it's really good. It's super funny. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a very good movie. It's probably the cutest Nazi movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From someone who was raised Jewish. So there there you have it. There you go. I know. We grew up together. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh Jason, what would you like to plug? I don't have anything to plug, but I'm going to say uh I just want to put this out here. My wife is how I know all of these people. All right. Her. I was trying to get dirt on Eric because I was originally my strategy was going to be to just talk an enormous amount of shit, but I, I pivoted and didn't do it. But the piece when I asked her, I was like, I just need one piece of data on Eric. What would it be? Uh-huh. And she, before before the E had passed my lips, said to his senior prom, he wore a shirt that said "Downwit OPP." And I just want to, I just want to make sure that's out there in the universe. Okay, I did. I, did. I wore a T-shirt from Naughty by Nature that said "Down with OPP" uh-huh. to my she senior said it prom. Said wit. wit. Well, it did say wit, and as you know, OPP means yeah. other people's property. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was there committed. Also, at the same senior prom, I made my date 
a corsage that was made of cardboard. It was a heart that I hastily cut out. That's, uh, yeah, I put, it's an effort. I put com- regular computer paper on and I cut it out very hastily so it didn't fit very well. I glued it on top. I took a red magic marker from Crayola. Okay. Not even a top brand. Yeah. And I colored it red. <laughs> and then I glued a picture of Brad Pitt in the middle of it. Mm. And then I surrounded it with dandelions that I hot glued to the um, to the corsage. And it's actually a remarkable amount of effort, I have I to am, say. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I started not impressed, and now I am very impressed at the amount of work you put in. And uh, I had an allergic reaction the whole night. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that did not go where I thought it was going to go. No, no, no. The the other people's property were not interested. What I was down with. Oh, jeez. All right. Hey. Well, thank you guys for being on the show for the first time. Thank you guys for coming back. Jeremy and Lindsay, thank you. Thank you, as always. Thanks for having us back. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. No, I like it. We we have to take our time in these in these troubled whatevers we're in. I, I can't keep extending the metaphor. Thank you guys for listening to the program. If you like the show, uh, rate and review us and tell five people, ten people. How many people do you know? How many people are left alive? Tell them. Tell them while you're fighting over over the uh, hastily mangled beef that you get from uh, Butcher Mangler. uh, Go ahead and just uh, mention that this brings you the scant amount of joy in the slow and plodding heat death of our society. Uh, Yeah. And uh, if you want to follow us on social media, we've got uh, an Instagram at A Vague Idea Podcast. We have uh, Twitter at A Vague Idea Pod. And we have a, a Facebook group called The A Vague Idea Podcast online group thing. You can check that out. That's a lot of fun. Uh, also, check out Steno if you need co-working space. That's stenodenver.com. And, uh, yeah, otherwise, thanks for listening. And may God have mercy on your soul. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> I'm really sad that Eric didn't interrupt you while you were doing all of that. I know my place. <laughs> all right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. A Vague Idea is written and produced by me, Nate Regolia, with Shannon Page and John Peros. If you like this podcast and you like anime, you should check out my podcast with Sean Grolkowski called You Better Believe This. That's found at moleholeradio.com. If you like science fiction books, you should check out the press that Sean and I started. It's called Spaceboy Books, and you can find us at readspaceboy.com.